Hello friends, how are you today? I hope that you are doing well. I hope your journey is progressing to a place of um, of hope. And I hope that every day, you know, you're finding yourself on your knees and worshiping God and giving God all the glory. Because I hope by now that you're able to look back and see where God has brought you from. I hope that you're able to look back from this point and see God's faithfulness. And that you have developed a trust in him. And that he is now your lifeline. And that you're holding on to every word that he says. Every word that you read in the Bible. That you're holding on to that word. And that word is setting you free every day. Regardless of what life is throwing at you. You can look at God's word. You can read his word. And his word sets you free. Yes, words that were written thousands of years ago. Years ago still setting us free today. Why? Because it's a living word. God is faithful. God is loving. He wraps his arms around us when we're hurting. He picks us up when we go out there and make a mistake and we fall down. He doesn't criticize us. He loves us. He cares for you. He's rooting for you to get through this. And he knows every tear you cry, every pain that you feel, God, God is a rewarder of those that seek him diligently. Stay on your knees. Stay in prayer. Keep yourself surrounded with people that love God and that will give you godly advice. And you know, I'm not telling you this because uh, it sounds good. And I'm not even saying that I didn't mess up. And I'm not telling you that I, had, I don't mess up today. I'm telling you that it's a struggle for all of us. But I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you what I what I know and, and who I know God to be. And he's faithful, he's forgiving, and he's loving. So no doubt you've made some mistakes along this journey. Because this journey is a tough road. You were once walking with two legs. And now when you have that one leg pulled away from you, well, one leg makes a big difference. You're hopping now, trying to find your balance in a new life by yourself physically, but God is always with you. He's right there with you and you're going to walk again. And in fact, you're going to run again. I was reading this morning in Jeremiah uh, chapter 29, where uh, God um, allowed these people to be uh, carried away in captivity. And Jeremiah, the prophet writes a letter to the people to encourage them while they're in captivity. Now the word says uh, that, uh, that this letter was written to the elders who were carried away in captivity. And, um, and this is what the, the letter says. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away cap- captive, where I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. So here it is. It says that, that God allowed them to be carried away in captivity. Well, I know that in your mind, you're thinking, well, the Lord, he, he allowed them to be carried away in captivity. How in the world can this be good for me? How can this be good for me when I'm carried away in captivity? How can this be good for me when my husband has left me in this place of captivity? This place of loneliness. This place of sadness. Anguish. I'm having to pick up the pieces of my life again. How can this be good for me? Lord, how can you cause me to be in this place today? 
How does this work out for me? This hurts. This is gutting me like a fish, Lord, and I don't understand why I'm here. I don't understand why I'm in why I'm in Babylon today. I don't I don't get it. Lord, I've heard the scripture that the the uh that that it all works for my good. But how can this work for me? How can this be a good thing? And then the letter further goes on and says um that build that the, the letter saying that, that God wants them to build their houses and dwell in them, plant gardens and eat the fruit. You know, so this sounds like in your place of captivity, God wants you to find joy. He wants you to live. He wants you to plant yourself in this place. This is further, uh, as I'm reading, this is, is it, it, as I'm reading further in the word, it just doesn't make sense to my physical body and what my physical body need. I don't want any of this. I don't want to plant myself here. I don't want to dwell in this place. But but God wants me to dwell in this place of captivity. He wants me to find some happiness in this place. And, and as I'm continuing to read on down uh, in chapter 29, and it says, Seek peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for it. For in its peace, you will have peace. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Lord, now he wants me to find peace in this place of captivity. Why? Why do God want us to find peace in a place of torment? How can I find peace in a place where, where, where happiness used to dwell for me? And, and you want me to plant myself here. This is tough. This is tough when God calls us to this place in our life. And even though you might be dwelling here now, I guarantee you that somebody else has been through it like myself and somebody else is going to be getting ready to go to this place in their life. And why, you know, we'll probably never, you know, understand what well, we, we won't. We don't understand the mind of God because his, his thoughts are above our thoughts. But he has a way of getting our attention. He has a way of of getting us to the place that we need to be on our knees in prayer. Is it that he calls us to this place? You know, the answer to the why, why, Lord, why, why, why do you want me here? Because it's in this place that we find ourselves on our knees. It's in this place that we find ourselves crying out to a God that is listening to your prayers. It is in this place that God wants to create an intimate relationship with you. When he tears away everything away from you, how do I find joy? How do I bear fruit in this place? How do I plant myself in this place? Lord, how do I find my peace in this place? Well, we find it all through him because we ultimately find him in this place of torment, in this place of captivity, in our Babylon. We find God. This is the place that we find his hand. This is a place that we find his loving arms that holds us. This is a place that Lord God, when the days are too rough for me, that he carries me. I will find all I need in God in this place. And this might be the closest relationship you will ever find with God is in your place of captivity. 
Because let's be honest with ourselves. When things are going great in our lives, getting down on your knees and at your, your regular prayer time throughout the day or worshiping, you know, you're so busy, you don't really find time to do what's important. We don't spiritually feed ourselves when when our life is going good. But oh, when we when 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 the problems and the failures of life hit us like waves and every time we're getting up trying to get up here comes another wave and we find ourselves down beat down life happens our husband leaves us whatever the case may be we find ourselves on our knees and we find ourselves crying out to God and he's right there he doesn't hold a grudge because you didn't pray yesterday and you didn't think about him when your life was going well no God doesn't do that. He always wants you to know that he will always be there and that no matter if you're on the hills of your life or the valleys of your life, God is right there. And he is wanting that intimate relationship with you. He wants you to know how much he loves you. And he wants to be the one that's going to be the one that's going to bring you out of this situation. And he wants you to know for sure that it is him. Without a doubt, it wasn't by your might. It wasn't by the strength of your hands, but he did this and he did it for you because he loves you. So God tells us to find peace in this place. And then, and and as I read down to Jeremiah now 29 and 10, for thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you. Now, Lord, thank you, Lord, that we're reading the Bible and and we hoping that our situation does not last 70 years because that's a lifetime for some of us. Uh, But when we read this, it tells us that there is an appointed time. There was an appointed time for them, 70 years. There is an appointed time for you for deliverance. And look, it says that he will come. I will visit you and perform my good word toward you. So what does this say? There is good that's going to come from your captivity. God doesn't just put you in captivity. He doesn't just have you to make a sacrifice and there not be a reward. He will do what he promised you he will do. You just got to keep the faith. You're just going to have to die in that place of captivity and plant yourself. Because when we die, we bring forth new life. We bring forth new fruit when we plant ourselves in captivity when we allow ourselves to be sacrificed then we grow god will perform he will he's going to do he's going to come back and pay you for everything that you've lost he's going to give you double for your trouble he's going to dry your tears your tears yes you're crying because you're hurt right now but those tears were transitioned to tears of joy Because you saw God perform the work that he promised you. The word says it. The word cannot lie. This is a living word. And I'm here to tell you that God is faithful. He will do it. He is going to do it. That is money in the bank. He's going to do it. He did it for me. He's going to do it for you. So the word says that he will come and visit you and perform. There is an important time for you. You're not there forever. There's an appointed time. There was an appointed time for you to go in and there's going to be an appointed time where there is an appointed time for you to come out. You just got to stay planted. You got to stay in that place of captivity 
and let God be the one to deliver you. Don't go delivering yourself. And then the word father goes on. And this is the one, the scripture that a lot of you are going to know is Jeremiah 29, 11. If you read the Bible, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and I will seek. I'm sorry. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. And this is where when we, when we, when we get to that place of captivity and we've been there, oh, you're going to be searching with God with all of your heart. Oh, you're going to be giving him everything. And God says, I'm going to be there. You're going to find me. When you search for me with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might, you're giving me all the glory. I'm going to do this thing for you. He is creating a loving relationship with you in your place of captivity. He loves you and he wants you to love him. and He wants you to know, I got you. I got you. And when I got you, you don't need anybody else. You don't need anything else because why I got you and I hold the key to everything you need. Everything you need, every want that you want. I got you. You don't have to figure anything out. You don't have to think it out. I got you. Our God, he has you in the palm of his hands. Working out every detail of your life. You don't have to know when you're going in. You don't have to know when you're coming out. You don't even know who you need to have in your circle. He brings people to you. God is good and he's faithful. We need to lean on God. We need to try to stop trying to figure out what we need to do and what we don't need to do. God got you. Let's just lean on him and let's trust in him. God is good. He's faithful. And he's going to come back and perform that good thing that he that you've been praying for, that you've been on your knees crying out to him for. God is going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. You just got to not lose your faith in your captivity. My sisters, I know you don't feel good. I know it doesn't feel good to you. Captivity, these words, these these are not great words. Nobody wants to hear the words captivity. Nobody wants to hear the words being planted. Nobody wants to hear the word dying, starting over, losing. No, these are not words that we want to hear. No, don't tell me that. No, I don't want to go there. I don't want to be there. I don't care if I have an appointed time to go in and out. I don't care. But guess what? There's nothing you can do about it when it, that time comes for you. So what do we do? We just hold on to God. What do we do? We just read his word. Because if he did it then, he would do it now. And it's what I held on to. Now I'm telling you, you got to hold on to the same God. You got to hold on to that, that unchanging hand. He's faithful. If he was faithful for me in 2018 and he was faithful over 2,000 years ago, he's faithful now because his hand is unchanging. God is unchanging. He loves us. He loves you. He's working out every detail of your life. Yes, even the smaller, the smallest ones, every little bitty thing because he's good and he's faithful. And the word tells us, Lord, and I will bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. So he's going to bring you back. Oh, but when you you come back, you're going to be looking 
like a completely new person. Oh, but when you come back, you're not going to look at things the same way. Oh, but when you come back, you're not even going to recognize the place because everything is going to be new. God's going to make everything new. He's going to perform a new thing in your life. Oh, oh, let me tell you, when you come back, it's not going to look like anything you ever even knew. You're going to be in a total different place. Your eyesight is going to be different. Your thoughts are going to be different. Your heart is going to be different because he's working on you, creating something new inside of you. Oh, when you come back, you're going to have a word for everybody. And that word is, God is faithful. You hold on. You're going to be telling someone the same thing I'm telling you. You know, it took me a while to even get to this point to be able to sit down and start a podcast about what I went through because the pain was so hard. And I knew that if I was going to have to sit down and, 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 and do a podcast and tell people about my life and the pain that I went through, then I got to go back there physically in my mind and my thinking. I got to go back to that place. I got to bring to life the pain that I felt so that you will know I know where you're being and I know what you're feeling. I needed you to know that. So I needed to sacrifice myself for the moment to go back to that place for you. And so I know that it was very important for me to do that. But it's also very important for me now to tell you that, hey, you're going to be in my shoes. (laughs) You just get through this. You're going to be standing right here in my shoes. And I'm not saying my life is perfect because it's not perfect. But I can tell you that God has been faithful to me. And that the the lenses I'm looking through now, I'm still on a journey. I'm still there. I have not made it, but I'm in my final stages right now as we speak. And I can tell you right now, where God has brought me looks nothing like where I came from. So he's bringing me back to a place, but oh my goodness, let me tell you, talking about a whole different place on a whole new different level. Yeah, that's the thing God does. He blows your mind. He's going to blow your mind just like he's blown my mind. God is good. God is faithful. God is real. We serve a real God. And I'm very fortunate to be able to live here in Hawaii where I can go out almost and not have to drive very far. But when I look on the, and I'm standing on the beaches and I'm looking at the water and and, and I'm looking over the sunset or sunrise, whatever, and just know that everything that I'm looking at, this beauty was not created by man. There's a God in heaven that creates all of this beauty that, that, that's unsearchable. The ocean is unsearchable. We, as all the intelligence that God gave us, we cannot explore this place yet. We can touch it, but only so much of it. God is so good. He's so amazing. The sky, we can look at it and we can, we can, we can look at it. We can even fly through it and and, and be in it like that. But there's only so much. So only so far we can go. But he's above that. He's beyond that. He's all over. He created it all. No one can just really sit and just 
really just say that there's an earth that we live in. And even though this earth is big to us, but it was just a speck if you're looking at it from out of space, but that we just existed out of no, out of nothing. There was a creator that created us. There's a God. This is so amazing. The, the, the fact that just, just knowing life as it is, is just amazing. And sometimes we just gotta, we gotta take ourselves to that place just to know how amazing God really is. How can he create it? You and I. And gave us life. And that he didn't have to come down here and continually, continue, continuously create life, but that he put life inside of us so that we can continue to reproduce. He's a smart God. He's a faithful God. He's a good God. He's a loving God. And even though we make mistakes along the way, he's faithful. And he understands because he knows he didn't make us perfect. He knows that he we're going to make mistakes. And he wants to be a, also a forgiving God. So... He will allow us to make those mistakes that we make. And thank God he allows us to get on track and don't hold it against us. God is good. My sisters, I I know I I sound like a preacher today. (laughs) But let me tell you, um, I want you to be encouraged. And I want you to hold on to God's unchanging hand. God loves you. He's going to bring you through this. He's going to bring you back to the place that he caused you to be brought into captivity. Just like he did in Jeremiah 29. Every word you can read, you read it. God is faithful and he loves you. You guys keep your head up. Stay on your knees in prayer. Continue to worship God through song. You get up early. Get ahead of the enemy. Get ahead of your day. Get up early and sing your worship to God. and Let him sing back to you. My sisters, I love you. And until the next time, stay faithful and keep your hope up high. Thank you.